Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Jana, a podcast where each month I'll speak to a variety of industry leaders to bring you education, trends, and relevant topics in franchising. I'm your host, Jana Bailey, CEO of FranNet. Tracy, welcome to Just Jana Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you with us. And I know that our audience today is going to get a lot out of us really focusing on the veterans in franchising at this point. So Steve, I'm going to start with you. Would you introduce yourself and just give us a little bit about your background? Sure, Jana. Thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. So my name is Steve Hoppengardner. Um, I am a 27-year Army veteran. Uh, retired in 2018, and um, I am currently the owner of the Exercise Coach, uh, a fitness franchise. And my uh, my initial uh, location was in Perrysburg, Ohio, and I've recently opened up another uh, location in Sylvania, Ohio. Fantastic! So, what was your background, your history prior to becoming a franchisee? Well, after I graduated college uh, as a young man, uh, I started off as a commissioned army officer and uh, in the aviation branch. So uh, from that point on, I really lived all around the United States and all around the world, really, um, as an aviation officer, uh, Black Hawk pilot. And uh, towards the end of my career, I was finally stationed at Bowling Green State University uh, as their professor of military science. And that is when I began my transition uh, out of the Army and into the civilian world. Well, thank you very much for your service, and we'll get back to more of that in a minute. So, Tracy Rickman, if you can introduce yourself to our audience. My name is Tracy Rickman. I'm the owner of FranNet of Northern Ohio, and I've been with FranNet for 13 years. Oh, wow, that doesn't seem possible. And what was your background prior to joining FranNet? So my background is basically a degree in chemistry and organizational development. My resume is about 20 years of technical and consultative sales. So hard hats, steel toe boots, calling on factories and steel mills and fixing problems prior to paint. Fantastic. Who would have thought you'd have wound up with FranNet? 13 years. That's great. Well, Steve, how did you find FranNet? And specifically, how did you find Tracy? That's a that's an interesting question. Um, it actually started, I was at Fort Knox, Kentucky, uh, right near where you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Knox for some uh, transition classes uh, that we all have to do as we're transitioning out of the Army. So you spend about a week, uh, I had to go to Fort Knox, Kentucky for mine. And uh, part of that was uh, dividing the group up into different tracks. One of those tracks happened to be an entrepreneurial track. Um, And so part of that uh, was a presentation by uh, someone named Amanda. And Mm -hmm. Amanda, um, you know, got to talk to us, talk to us about uh, franchising and uh, military veterans and franchising, um, really uh, introducing us to the idea that it's not all about French fries. It's not about fast food restaurants. There's a whole lot of uh, of different businesses out there. So, um, with that, uh, I got to talk to her more, um, got, to, got introduced to a webinar um, that night uh, in the hotel room, listened to that. Um, so as she followed up with me from that point, 
she said, you know what? There's somebody named Tracy Rickman lives in Perrysburg, Ohio, the town you live in. Let me set up an appointment. So from that point on, um, I was introduced to Tracy and started the process with her. Fantastic. Well, Steve, how did Tracy and you know Franette help you in your path to franchise ownership? What what role did she play? Really, she played the role from the very beginning to the end, the Alpha Omega. Omega. Um, so as soon as I was introduced to Tracy, uh, we went back in her office and she sat us down. And um, right away, she made me feel like this was not a sales type of a, a meeting. Um, this was really sitting me down and, and asking uh, some very specific questions. And the questions that she happened to, to ask me and, and talk to me about uh, made me feel like she really wanted to know if, uh, if going into business was really something that I wanted to do. Um, also made me feel that she had uh, a really good idea on, you know, how to uh, help me understand exactly what it is that I may be looking for in a business as I, as I start out this, uh, this venture. So, uh, some of the things that um, that you really helped me out with from the from the get go is number one, understanding how big franchising was, like the different types of businesses there are. Um, I learned about different categories: the the business, business the consumer, you know, all of these things that I just thought, wow, didn't really have an idea. And that, um, the way that she asked the questions really got it boiled down into what is it I really wanted to do? Do I want to work in the business? Do I want it to be a business where I have a lot of employees? Is it a business where I want to have a few staff? Um, do I want to retain the staff for a significant amount of time? Is this something that, uh, you know, I want to be woken up in the middle of the night with different emergencies? Um, all of these different questions that you just really don't tend to think about on your own. Um, especially as a consumer of different businesses, you might have an idea what my, uh, that business might be about. Um, but really the way that she took me through that, um, you know, just really opened my eyes as to what it is that I may really want um, as far as a business opportunity for myself. Fantastic. Well, Tracy, how did you know that Steve would be a good fit for the exercise coach? You know, as Steve and I talked, it was evident that, you know, he'd follow a system. And of course, I veterans do follow systems. I mean, that's all about the life in, you know, in our services. One of the other things that we really did is looked at our assessment. And those really did a great job of matching his skill sets and what fit. Some of the things that Steve said to me in the very beginning was that he wanted a business where he could really be part of the community and not just a part of his customers' lives, but a significant part. Um, and he wanted more than just an initial um, income, but to find customers who were happy. So as we started talking about things, and as a lot of the businesses that he wanted to look at were in the fitness realm, I mean, the exercise coach just made tons of sense because it really is a very different concept. It's one of my favorite concepts in that uh, category of fitness, but it really can work with all different types of people and very different than the typical, you know, gym rat or that person who goes to the gym all the time. It's the one that's really focused on helping someone get that strength that they need back. And it 
really works with a broad range of people. So it just really seemed like a big, a good fit from the beginning. Of course, we tested that and threw in some wild cards, uh, but it came pretty evident the exercise coach was going to be a good fit. Thank you. So Steve, why franchising? What made you decide this was the path for you? Yeah, that's uh, another interesting question. Um, what Amanda may not know, when I was in that particular class, I had my laptop out and I was starting to think, okay, now I'm thinking about this business thing. What businesses are out there for sale um, before I really started listening to her? Um, <clears throat> so it was interesting that I'm looking through, oh, there's a fly, a fly shop in Montana. There's a, you know, a dude ranch out here and all these, you know, totally on my own um, kind of daydreaming about, you know, what kind of business to own. As she talked, and later as I talked to Tracy about this, um, what I started realizing was the huge benefit to being able to fall into a business that does have systems and processes in place um, <clears throat> really allows me to focus on the business and where I want to go with the business, um, how I can work with clients, work with staff, and that type of thing without having to constantly be working on what's working, what's not working, what are the best practices of this business and trying to stumble through all of that on my own. Um, in fact, right away, I started finding other resources like the uh, myth and some, some things like that, that really also help cement that type of uh, uh, logic uh, into me. So, um, so it didn't take very long for me to realize um, as a career military person um, that I have I have certain um, experience leading people, uh, leading units, leading uh, processes. Um, so if I'm going to go into business, uh, maybe it's one of the something that I need to look at. It's something that has some established uh, processes, best practices, um, and a good team behind you uh, to help you out along the way. Well, Steve, you really started answering the question I was going to ask next, which is what experiences from the military equipped you to be a business owner? You touched on a few of them. Is there anything else you would add to that list? Yeah, so I would. Uh, the best parts of being a military leader, uh, non-commissioned officer or officer, um, is really, in my mind anyway, taking care of people, taking care of the people that take care of the mission for you. Um, so just... Uh, being able to have, instead of jumping out in the civilian world, I guess, uh, as a cog in somebody else's wheel, um, really being able to uh, step out with the autonomy that, uh, believe it or not, we, we do have quite a bit of autonomy as a military leader, uh, but being able to step out uh, into the community, um, establish something of your own, of significance, um, and being able to, to care for people and care for clients uh, a way that, you know, you see fit and the way that really drives you. So um, I think that in addition to just, you know, managing people, processes, systems, um, just being able to uh, take a significant project, make it your own and drive excellence, I think is just something that, that we do the best we can uh, every day in those situations in the military. Wow. Sounds like a good fit for franchising, doesn't it, Tracy? It sure does. So, Steve, tell us where your business stands today. What's going on with your business? Right. So, 
I opened my first location July 29th, 2019 uh, in, uh, in Perrysburg, Ohio. <clears throat> I expected it to be a fairly uh, slow-growing business, which is probably a good thing to expect uh, to continue that plan and just kind of you know, keep, it, keep it real, if you will. Um, surprisingly had the biggest launch the exercise coach has ever seen. So we, uh, completely readjusted their benchmark. In fact, we blew their benchmarks completely out of the water. Fantastic. Fortunately, and I cheer them on. They've had some great launches even since. So, uh, it feels really good to set that bar, uh, set that bar pretty high. So, um, so from that point on, we grew a great client base, uh, right away. It's a fantastic product. Um, and of course, very soon after that, uh, we had the pandemic. Uh, so about two and a half months of shutdown. Fortunately, we built a nice big client base, had fantastic systems in place to keep client engagement during that time of shutdown. And the day we were allowed to open that back up again, the, uh, the calendar was completely full, schedule completely full. Uh, initial consults were coming in uh, just as if the pandemic didn't happen. So continue to grow from that point on. Right. Yeah. To the point where, you know, it was time, it was time to go ahead and look for a new place. Uh, So I met up with Tracy again and, and honestly, I met up with her because I wanted to, what should I really be looking at? Um, And so we actually started looking at a couple other businesses. Uh, So I have something to compare. So it took through that same process. And then fell on to, you know what, I'm going to open up another location of the exercise coach. Um, so we did that. And uh, just over a month, we've been open up there and we're already on a great trajectory, very similar to what we had in Perrysburg. Um, understanding there may be a little bit of slowdown over the next couple of months because of the holidays, which is just fine because we're, we're poised and ready and um, have a great client base to start the year. That is fantastic. I love hearing these kind of stories. It's amazing. Tracy, are there any resources you would recommend for other veterans that might be on the call with us who are considering business ownership and franchising? The great thing is that there are a lot of resources for veterans, but for specifically looking at franchising, of course, there's Vet Fran. That's a great system to look at. There are veteran resource centers. And honestly, one of my favorite things is always connecting veterans to other veterans in their community, because I think that is even more helpful because they can actually see it, see how that business is up and running, talk to that veteran, how did they do it, and kind of maybe like try down for size. Does this make sense? Should I go down the path and research for myself? Wonderful. So, Steve, what advice do you have for other veterans that may be considering business ownership? Yeah. So, you know, echoing, of course, what, what Tracy said, um, there are tons of veteran resources uh, just for uh, a lot of help, um, you know, a lot of advice, help and uh, direction pointing, really, as far as, uh, you know, how to start a business. Um, and in addition to that, you know, a lot of advice. Uh, we have a lot of programs that also are specifically for, so beyond the normal military transition training, specifically for uh, veterans considering entrepreneurship uh, that people will volunteer for. So I live in the state of Ohio. Uh, The state of Ohio sends representatives that do help veterans get started in uh, in particular businesses uh, to those those seminars. So 
very highly encourage that. Um, I ended up getting my uh, wet in it, I guess, if you will, in that military transition training. So uh, military transition training has improved greatly over the years. Um, and of course, it's hard to get a you know specific program that's going to fit everybody as they're transitioning from the military to civilian life. Um, so it can only go so far in that uh, week or so that you're really uh, involved in that particular transition training. But to be able to link up with people, uh, if, uh, if, if entrepreneurship or business ownership happens to be something you're interested in, uh, talking, to, talking to somebody that is in that transition team about uh, franchising. Um, and so I obviously have an affinity towards FranNet. So, um, you know, being able to talk to somebody, uh, you know, like Tracy at FranNet, um, completely no obligation to you. And it really felt like, um, you know, they want to see that business ownership is something that you're going to want to do, you're going to be happy with, um, and just let you kind of know some of the ins and outs. Uh, and really, it's a fantastic uh, learning experience. And if you decide, you know what, maybe this isn't for me, that's, that's just great too. Yeah. And it's hard for people to believe we tell them that it's really okay to say no, because sometimes that's the right answer for an individual. So I'm glad you felt the no pressure and, you know, that she was consultative. I had no doubt because Tracy's a superstar. So um, last question for you, Steve, what has been the most rewarding part of franchise ownership? Great question. So the most you know, I'm going to have to have several. Um, <laughs> I think for me, the most rewarding uh, piece of it is the uh, relationship I have with my staff and my clients um, and the support I have from a great franchise team, uh, that executive team that we have with the exercise coach. Um, and I would say probably after that is uh, the involvement in the community. So being a business owner um, opens you up to an entire new aspect of the community, other businesses and other ways you can support your community. And um, I think I think that's a fantastic uh, way to uh, contribute to uh, society, uh, your employees and your clients. So I think I think all of that together has been the most rewarding part of being a small business owner. Thank you, Steve. Tracy, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Last, last question for you. Tell me how it feels to have a client like Steve that has just rocketed to success and gone on to that second one in so short amount of time. You know, I, I will say that it, it, it's very, it's very humbling to see that for, it feels very good. And, and it, you know, allows us to know that we're doing the right thing for the right reasons. But I would say with Steve, you know, he rocketed to the top. He is not even in what they would call, you know, a tier, the top tier population. He is in their lower population. And they tried hard to tell him that maybe this didn't have the right demographics, but he was confident and he went out and he did it right. And that first year he has an award. And every time I walk into the club, I mean, it's sitting on, on the shelf and I feel so good that we, you know, directed him into the right area and the right business. Um, but he did it. I mean, he's the one that did it. He's got the one business off the ground, and I'm sure he's going to get the second location off the ground just as strong. So it feels good. And congratulations, Steve. 
Well, this has been a fantastic story to hear today for me. And it reinforces the fact that we stress finding the right match is so critical to success. And Steve, you're a great example of that. And Tracy, good job. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed hearing Steve and Tracy's story as much as I have. It keeps me motivated to keep doing what I do every day when I hear these things. So thank you both again. And thanks, everybody, for listening in to Just Jam. 